he took the Blues to, in a completely different direction. Um, he was Bob Marley obsessed to begin with. He, oh. he went to Jamaica and he got mugged by Yardies there. That didn't go well. No. And then he came back to America. And, then he, and of all things, he became president of um, the American branch of the Blondie Fan Club. Right. Which is why he dyed his hair blonde. Um, but he realised with, with everything that he was doing, he'd been... It just was working out. He needed to go back to basics and find a kind of a, an art form, an American art form that suited his identity. And he went back mm. to the blues, mm. and he did it in such a way that kind of reinvented it in so many mm. different ways. Um, not to kind of just talk about this is history. This is everybody knows about it. I was in a band with uh, David Gray in mm-hmm. school called the Vacuums. I played the drums in that, and we did a cover of this. Oh, and um. I've always loved the Gun Club ever since, and it's also I've been to see, I went to see Nick Cave live once yeah. in the late eighties in Kilburn, and it's one of the most astonishing experiences of my life, to be honest with you. It was mm. full of Irish. The IRA was still going. There was a bomb scare on the tube when we came in there, and Nick Cave comes on to this really shattered old ballroom and gave the best concert I've ever, one of the best concerts I've ever been to in my life. And Kid Congo Powers came on stage to play guitar, and he was the gun club guitarist. Ah. And half the audience went mental, and half the audience just went, I don't know who this guy is. <laughs> and he was just a Mexican. Yeah. I can't remember his real name. It's, it's, like, it's like David Edwards or something. But Kid Congo's powders, Powers is his pseudonym. Yes. Sounds better than David Edwards. It does, doesn't it? Yeah. A little bit, So yes. you've got the gun club to Nick Cave. Of course, Nick Cave went out with PJ Harvey. And then 10 years later, I go to the Albert Hall and I see Nick Cave walk on stage and introduce Kylie Minogue. <laughs> Everything's connected to everything else. Everything <laughs> is connected. But this has got the greatest opening line in any song ever. And there's a... I think the second or third verse has got the greatest opening line to a, a second or third verse ever as well. As well. But this is The Gun Club and For the Love of Ivy. Buy me a gun just as long as my arm 
Oh, and it's over. Just oh, like that. that was a lovely change of pace, Med. Bloody hell. Yeah, um, I hope people caught the two lines. Um, you look just like an Elvis from hell. <laughs> Thank which you. Which is, um, yeah, one way to open a conversation, I think. <laughs> um, and the other one was, uh, I'm going to buy me a graveyard of my own and kill everyone who did me wrong. And I think, yeah, uh, we can all... 
really relate to that. That could well be. But um, the yeah, best I'm a thing massive fan of that band. Um, of course, I forgot to say they're a massive influence on the White Stripes. Yes, you that can see that. Jack line. White has, yeah. has co- they've covered quite a few um, Gun Club songs. Mm, mm. Um, I would love to hear yours and David Gray's version of that more than anything on earth. Um, there is one tape of it. Oh, wow. The first bit get, goes on for 10 minutes because um, something failed with the electrics. And it was, <laughs> it's just me going oopsie, 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 oopsie on the drums. Um, so it, it has a kind of meta feel to it. That yeah. it's, but other than that, I'd never want to hear it again. Oh, um, may I have well, a well, Christmas? We, well, we do. Yeah. <laughs> you may want we to. Do. You may want to. Yeah. I definitely do. So next, next show. Next show. Next show. We'll just okay. play that on repeat. Yeah. Very meta. <laughs> Good luck with that. <laughs> so next song, tell me all about it. Blind Willie Johnson. Yes. Dark was the night, cold was the grave. Um, this goes back a, a long way to just about all the music that I love and all the music anybody could ever love. Mm. This was recorded in 1927. Good God. Um, he, the story goes, was um, his father had been playing away and so I think it was his stepmother threw lime across his eyes and that's how he was blinded. Oh. And um, he died, I don't know, 20 years or 20, 30 years later in a open house that had been derelict for a while and there was a fire and he was in the mattress and oh it, it, it did it horribly. Yeah. Um so I you know, I may be sketchy about the details, but I'm not sketchy about the fact that this song is on the golden record, I think it's called, which is on Voyager One oh. which is uh, the probe sent out into space with forty seven songs on Serious. it and Carl Sagan that is and a like... few others chose things. Wow. So this is this is some very intelligent, very sensitive people mm. felt mm. that this was representative of, of what we are and what we're about. Mm. And of course, Dark Was the Night, Cold Was the Grave is about the fact that there were people, and he was one of them, who when night time came and he didn't have a bed, that's the only bed he'd have was... A grave. The, the, well, the ground. Mm. So that's why I picked this song, because it's got immortality. It's mm-hmm. on Voyager 1. Um... And it's open to so many different interpretations. Mm. It's just one of those songs you can hear and hear and hear, and you, it just you just feel differently every time you hear it. Mm. Um, yeah, so it's Blind Willie Johnson playing "Dark Was the Night, Cold Was the Grave." <laughs> Thank mm-hmm. you. 
Well, well, well. Oh my goodness gracious me! Hey. And I was just talking to um, Lee then about he would have a, he would have done three or four gigs a day every day because he was a jobbing working musician. Yeah. And so of not hundreds but thousands of versions that of that song that he would have just iterations of the done, same thing. That was the one I was oh, recording. Wow! But there were thousands that were completely different, and it's just was that the only one of that song that was recorded? Only what? No. The, it's been done by I don't know how many different people I think no but I mean I mean, I mean of his oh, of his I think I believe so I believe yeah. it was only and, and which year was it again Med 1927 goodness gracious me that's it is genuine else, should we just it? all go home now that, we're done <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah we, we, we've completed no we've it. got some rather good <laughs> stuff coming. there's three to go there. one two three three corkers right so what's next um are you on Maria Callas we are um to be honest with you, this is Maria Callas doing Ave Maria, mm. and it's the reason I've chosen this. This it could have been Mavanui. Now the thing is about Mavanui mm. is that I there isn't one recorded version of Mavanui mm. that I can put up with. With all due respect to all the different choirs and individuals who've recorded it, it's something that catches me unawares. Mavanui. It when the end of my mother's funeral, mm. the congregation started humming it. Out Oof. of the blue, yeah. Or when a singer called a beautiful singer called Rob Rees sang it at our wedding, um, it's just something that catches you in a way. There's not a version that does it. It's just an amazing song. Mm. This is the opposite. This is Ave Maria, as it should have been done, as it always been done. Mm. Um, it's by Schubert, yeah. and it's sung by Maria Callas, and I think there isn't anything wrong with it it's as perfect a work of art as ever 
been made.
Ave Maria there by Maria Callas. Oh. I'm enjoying your change of pace, Med. Yes, I am. Well, yeah. Um, it's just the kind of music that I was brought up with in that my mother had such a Catholic t- taste in music, in songs. It'd be really... If she was here, alive and well here now, she'd be unbelievable choice of music that she'd have mm-hmm. um, and it's just one of those things where I just think it's just beautiful I don't speak the language where but you understand what's been sung absolutely Agreed, and I think yeah. that's the thing about listening to like Welsh language um, songs as well is that there's plenty of people who've said to me that uh, they have no idea what's being said here but I do understand what the emotion mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. and I think that that's what I get from that. Um, that's why I chose it. That's one <laughs> song. That's, there are many other songs that do that for me as well. But mm. yeah. Mm. So coming up next, the Water Boys, the Pan Within. Yes. Now everybody knows um, the album "This Is the Sea" because of uh, the Hole of the Moon. Yes. Um, which is ubiquitous. It's like it's like there she goes by the Lars. It's mm. just one of those songs. But nobody realizes how amazing this album is mm. um, there's something Mike Scott who's the leader of the Waterboys called the big music where there was just lots of overlaying lots of big instruments astonishing musicians um, playing Carl Wallinger being one of them on who's a major part of this song who um, had the band World Party and from North Wales um, but this song I think is just something that nobody well hardly anybody will know Mm. But hopefully once they've heard it, we'll realise, oh my God, what an amazing song. Brilliant, let's listen.
Med, the Waterboys. You seem to be really, really enjoy that one. Yeah, I was lucky enough to see them on the This Is The Sea tour in 1985 uh, with David Gray, funny enough. Oh. And it was in um, the Student Union in Cardiff. Coyotes. Where um, I went, I pretty much damaged my hearing for life four years later when I saw Iggy Pop there. But um, I had amazing times in the Student Union in Cardiff and that gig is one of the most um, memorable gigs I've been to, one of the most influential. I think a lot of people mm. walked away from there realising oh, that's what it takes to be a musician mm. uh, and to have a band because uh, Mike Scott, nobody quite... If they think about this um, Fisherman's Blues and the kind of folky stuff that came after that, but at one point I believe he was just as good as it ever possibly gets and that's an example of it in uh, The Pan Within. Brilliant. So... Mm. This is the last song. I'm really, really sad. I don't want you to go. Oh, I don't want to go either. Can you but just... I'm going to Chicago tomorrow, oh. so I don't care. Oh, right. well, that, that's a fair comment. I'll, I'll accept that. Um, if I if I if I wasn't going to Chicago tomorrow, I, you know, I'd be very sad. But I am. I've enjoyed tonight immensely. Good. I'm pleased. I've enjoyed having you on the show. Yeah, me too. Definitely. So, last song, Med. What is it? This is quite simply something that should collapse under its own weight with the Welshness of it. Okay. <laughs> I'm prepared. It's, um, but it is just a beautiful um, example of different talents coming together who may never have met, um, may never have known each other, but know how t- to communicate with an audience. Mm-hmm. So you have lyrics by Dylan Thomas, mm-hmm. you have singing by Sir Gerrit Evans, and you have backing from the London Welsh Male Voice Choir. Oh, Lord. And this oh, is... some big guns there. Oh, some big guns Some big there, guns yeah. there, yeah. yeah. Some big guns there. <laughs> yeah, it's not far off being a, a super group, but this is um, Eli Jenkins' prayer from Under Milkwood. Every morning when I wake, dear Lord, a little prayer I make. Oh, please to keep thy lovely eye On all poor creatures born to die And every evening at sundown I ask a blessing on the tide Oh, whether we last the night or no, I'm sure is always touch and go. See another day 
wonderful way to finish your musical menu i feel like i've been on a journey with you well um, i hope so um but if you if you'd asked me 10 minutes later than you did i'd have another 10 songs and then another 10 songs and it's the same for all of us i think we've all got so many different lists of the best that oh. um yeah i'm happy everybody got to hear that tonight yeah but if you want me to do another one for any other time I'd be delighted and it'd yeah, be completely it. different yeah good <laughs> and I would love it all as much we've just been talking off air about doing a Christmas special so oh, oh. hell yeah oh, I feel so very strongly that you need to be here for that one yeah. my people will talk to your people and <laughs> we'll talk to everybody else's people and we'll have a really good time lots of wine right so we have to announce the uh, winner for the two tickets to the Ultimate Classic Rock Show at the Queen's Hall Narbeth this weekend. Med, who is it? Llongyfrachadau Tina Williams. Tina Williams. Tina Williams. Congratulations, Tina Williams. I'll, I'll uh, announce it on Facebook. Well done. You've got two tickets to the Queen's Hall this weekend. I will drop you a Facebook message. Right. Gosh, I'm so sad that it's the end of the musical menu, but we do have the Mumford & Sons coming up, Lee, specifically for you. Oh, thank you kindly. You're very, very welcome. You're a good one.
Everything feels like the movies Yeah, you bleed just to know you're alive And I don't want the world to see me Cause I don't think they'd understand When everything's made to be broken I just want you to know Well done. Thank you very much for that. Um, <laughs> uh, I'd like to point out to uh, the listeners that uh, I loathe that song. Well, that was fully uh, my choice, Peter guys. Sellers, <laughs> at his funeral, Peter Sellers had In the Mood by Glenn Miller played uh, because he hated it and he'd never have to listen to it again. And I think that song would be played at my funeral because so, I wouldn't be there to hear it. Uh, so I thoroughly regret with, choosing with that, that guy. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I am enjoyed this evening so much oh we've really enjoyed having you here Ed it's been an absolute yeah, pleasure isn't it absolute pleasure like normally I'm saying just off air normally at this time of night we would do the what's on arts guide but uh, we're fully overrun and I don't care so I think what I'll do is uh, keep playing some tunes I'm going to pop all of the what's on arts guide on our Facebook page so don't worry guys it'll still be there but for now shall we just listen to some more songs sounds good to me yeah. so let's do excellent. it excellent 
This is Pure West Radio for Pembrokeshire from Pembrokeshire.
West Radio. which is dedicated to a very cute key member of my family. I wonder if anyone can guess who that might be. Your hamster. <laughs> my hamster. Yeah. yeah, it's my hamster. Yeah, the little little tiny blonde one. Right, so it's the end of the show, guys. It's 5 to 11. I cannot believe how fast that flew by. Thank you, Med, so much. Absolute pleasure. Oh, it's been brilliant. And thank you, Lee, as well. Have you enjoyed it, guys? I, yes, I have. Good. Um, right, it's gone so fast. It's gone, it's flown, Lovely. it's flown. Coming up next, we've got a little bit of red hot chilli peppers. Um, but in two weeks' time, Diana Brooke, who is a art educator, creative printer, assistant and principal moderator for A-Level, an all-round bit of a legend, is coming She's on. She's amazing. She is She's literally amazing. amazing. I love the woman. I mean, I'm biased, but I love the woman. But anyway, she's coming on the show in two weeks. Um, Lee, are you coming? Yep, I'll be here. Excellent work. I'll probably drive her. <laughs> <clears throat> so thank you all for listening and thank you again, Med, for coming. No problem. Thank you, Med.